How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Devin the Bear. Uh, first, I want to apologize real quick for my uh, voice. I'm pretty nasally today. Uh, it's been one hell of a week, and I can't breathe through my fucking nose. So, uh, if you are not having allergy issues at the moment, for all you free nose bring it, breathing motherfuckers out there, uh, yeah, dude, appreciate your privilege because this is terrible. And so, I just want to start it off like that. <laughs> all right, and today we're gonna be talking about the uh, UFC. On ESPN, which was uh, headlined by Cannoneer and Gastelum. And then we're going to talk the PFL cards. And we're going to talk a couple other fights that are coming up. Um, but <clears throat> starting with uh, UFC on ESPN, um, a lot of fights went to decision. And some of them were good fights. Some were, some of them were good fights by one person. Uh, and the other person didn't get to do very much. So that was a lot of uh, what, what we saw that night. Yeah. Um, but first, the fight that kind of took everybody's attention um, was the second fight of the night uh, following uh, Ramiz Brahiminaj and Sasha Palatinikov, which was a, a rear naked choke for Ramiz. But um, Ignacio Bahamandez fought Roosevelt Roberts and knocked him out in like the last three or four seconds yeah. with a uh, spinning back kick. Disgusting. Like Edson Barbosa, Terry Adam yeah. level stuff. It that was motherfucker, really good. Uh, Roosevelt uh, Roberts is about to be on every highlight. Like UFC unfortunately, highlight. yeah, <laughs> he, he he better come back strong after that one. Yeah, uh, I mean it happens. It, it, it's it's the sport, you know. Uh, yeah, it happened to Terry Adam. It's happened to Ben Askren, but those guys never came back after that, did they? So not really. Uh, <laughs> no, they really didn't. Um, but. Very, very fun one to watch. People are going to be watching that one for a while. Um, I feel like overall it was a good fight. Lots of decent striking on display, um, but not a lot of excitement throughout the fight um, until that one moment, which is at the very end of the fight. But a very good fight for both guys up until the end there. For sure. So another knockout that, uh, what's it called, uh, your boy? William Knight. William Knight. Yeah, got a uh, very devastating knockout over uh, Fabio Charant. And, uh, it was dirty. Yeah, that left that counter left hook, dude. It was yeah. there for him. He was feeling it out. And uh, he was kind of like showing some bad head movement at first. And then yeah. was like, you can't really do that. And then kept doing it. And then Fabio just happened to like lean too much down for an overhand right, right into uh, William Knight's left hook. And it, he, it was loud. Like that yeah. pop, and then he just like thuds on the ground. I was like, he's dead. Like, and if you haven't seen William Knight fight, just look up his uh, knockout of uh, Fabio Charant. Oh man, he's yeah. a massive individual. He's what is what was he six? Who's that? Uh, William Knight. He's five ten. Five ten. He's five ten. Fights at two o five, but he's huge. Fucking beef tenderloin, dude. Yeah. He's fucking stacked. He's a beefy boy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he was um, just kind of being a bit more of a patient guy in this fight, and he was uh, walking backwards a lot. Um, Fabio looked good. He looked pretty sound. Um, but yeah, he did start kind of overthrowing that right hand a bit, and you could see William Knight um, start kind of pumping the left hook, and eventually he caught him with it. Uh, but it was, uh, like you said, it was a loud left hook when it landed. Um, and uh, moving on, we had... Josiane Nunez land a, a dirty 
get a get a really bad knockout punch on B. Malecki. Uh, that one was pretty solid. Uh, she went down pretty hard. Yeah, she got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, she did. <laughs> it was a rough one for sure. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and move into the main card, uh, which opened up with Alexander Patoha defeating Brandon Royval with uh, submission. It was a rear naked choke. Uh, he looked good. Uh, I think we definitely kind of called that one, or at least I did. I don't remember What's what that? your prediction uh, was. Uh, Pantoja and Royval. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, we kind of said, you know, Pantoja's really, really good, and so was Royval. Both these guys have already fought the champion, uh, Brandon Moreno. Yeah, and so it was just see who's probably gonna get the next title shot, and uh, I think we see we saw who's gonna get it. You know. Yeah, and uh, um, you know, from one Brandon to the next, right? Right. Pretty fucking much, man. And he dominated Brandon Moreno last yeah. time they fought. Like, he beat so the shit a, out of I him. I think that's a cool story like we talked about last time. So, so yeah, it's 2-0 and oh on him. It'd be cool to see. Um, oh, Dana White did say he has the next title shot. Oh, he did? Yeah. Okay, then yeah. That's that. He said it was title shot worthy uh, performance. So Cool um, beans, Pantoja. <laughs> so we saw Vince, uh, Vince Bichel defeat Austin Herbert by decision. Yeah, it was pretty dominance. Uh, pretty much all dominance from Vince Pichel. Yeah. Uh, like we said, not all the fights were exciting. Um, this one was fun to watch. Oh. They're all pretty fun to watch depending on where you're coming from. But, um, ones where it's just the one guy dominating, you know, I'm cool with that, but I know generally the general consensus, consensus is not that. So yeah. Vince Pichel won by decision. Uh, and the next fight you had Sadi Yokub, Kakaramanov. Uh, tap out Trevin Jones at the guillotine. Uh, actually, I think he choked him unconscious. He choked him unconscious. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said tapped out. Uh, and then you had Parker Porter beat Chase Sherman. Uh, that fight I think was fun to watch. Not for Chase Sherman. Yeah, he got beat the fuck up. Yeah, honestly, he got beat up. It was a tough fight for him. Uh, Parker Porter, uh, my fucking boy. That's who I put all my points on. Yeah, this, same. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is gonna be the guy that saves me and uh, what's it called gets me. Somewhere with his verdict MMA. And, uh, yeah, he did. He went out there and put a clinic on that guy. Well, not really a clinic, but he just outstruck him. Yeah. He just outfought him, and it was it was pretty dominant by him. And then in the uh, co-main event, you had Mark Madsen uh, edging out Clay Guido with a split decision. Oh, he edged him out? Yeah, it was a good yeah. fight. Um, Clay Guido went out there and did his thing where he comes out there with high energy, tries to do a lot of high-volume uh, high striking. Uh, it just wasn't enough to beat Mark Madsen. Mark Madsen's got, uh, he can take a lot. So he can keep moving forward and keep pressuring. Yeah. And that's what he did. That's how he won the fight, I think. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I was surprised that he showed stand up as yeah. well as that he looked, you know? Uh, it was, I don't know. Like, he just, I expected a lot more wrestling. I expected a really, really dominant force by him. But it was a really good back and forth fight. I know that Clay Guido is pretty upset with the decision. But uh, I just don't think he did enough in that first round to solidify that. Yeah. Win. Uh, and then the main event, uh, that one was pretty good. Uh, Jared Canadier, uh beats Kelvin Gastelum by decision. A lot of people don't agree with it. Um, the scores are pretty interesting. I think, I'd have to look at the actual scorecard, but I think uh, Kelvin Gastelum had more rounds, but i know for sure with the that's what it was i know for sure with the global scorecards on verdict uh that cannoneer had more points um for the scoring but um kelvin gasolum had 
Um, more rounds. I think he had uh, rounds one, two, and three. Yeah. And I think Cannoneer had four and five. I believe so, too. Uh, after those uh, those championship rounds came in, Cannoneer was ready. He conserved his energy right. and But he dropped him really bad in the third. I think that's what took – I think that's why he got the uh, victory in that. I don't think it was a uh, unanimous decision. No, it was split. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? I, I Because they rolled it as unanimous, and uh, I just – I don't agree with that. Uh I think that there was a really good back and forth fight, but well, think, it's it's unanimous because of all the judges agreed the yeah. same. Yeah, um, yeah, the scorecards are split. I see what you're saying, though, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think. Well, I'm. If it were me, yeah. I would have. I would have. I'd be. I'll say. It, I'll put it this way. I would have. I would have been more okay with it if it were a split decision. Because yeah. I think Gaslam was in it. Uh, like I said, he got dropped, but I think he was in it every bit of that fight uh, up until that last round. He, uh, I know that it was probably, he got dropped in the third round, and I think that's kind of what's what solidified the uh, the win for, for Cannoneer when it comes yeah. to taking that round. Because he was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kelvin Gaslam was moving really good, but once he solidified, once he got dropped, it was just like, okay, that's, that's Cannoneer's round. He stole the round with that because they weren't really doing much with it. It was a good fight, but now, you know, you look at Jared Cannonier, who's ranked number three, and Kelvin's ranked number nine, you know, now we got to look past the picture, we see that, you know, Jared Cannonier openly spoke out, there was a lot of fighting right now, because I'm broke. Yeah. And so... Making that money now. And so hopefully he is shit. Uh, so we have uh, Jared Cannonier. I mean, I think what he's, he can't wait, I mean, he's going to have to wait for uh, Robert Whitaker to fight for the title because the t- earliest that title is going to get defended is going to be uh, January, tw- I mean, not January, uh, well, 2022, early 2022 because Australia's out in New Zealand aren't open yet for full, full, full 10 stadiums. And uh, so, just, so just looking at the scorecards now real quick, yeah. um, all three judges gave Cannonier the first, third, and fourth round. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was just a close fight. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying I'm surprised one, not one of the judges gave it to Kelvin because I feel like that first round was pretty pretty yeah. close. I had it for Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people did, so that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised that none of the judges gave it to Kelvin. Um, so it being unanimous for all three judges, I'm surprised. I figured one of them would have given it to Kelvin, but no. Yeah. So at least you get to see some consistent judging there. So we uh, so now like I was saying is you know you have Jared Kennedy's right number three he's gonna have to wait for the title shot, Paulo Costa's taking on uh, Marvin Vittori, so Jared Kennedy's kind of in a toss up right now for the title shot. We don't really don't know what's gonna happen with him. Uh, I mean I think the best bet for him though would be to take all the winner of uh, Paulo and uh, Vittori. Honestly, you know. Yeah, um, both guys are coming off of a loss to the champion. Yeah. Uh, the champion's going to have a fight lined up, or should already have a fight lined up. So, yeah, number one contender. And it makes for a rematch with with Adesanya yeah. or a fight with Robert Whitaker. So, Yeah, I think that fight makes sense, is to have him fight the winner of uh, Marvin and uh, Costa. Yeah, so, uh, I think Kelvin, so too. I think Kelvin needs to consider cutting back down, uh, get his dad under control. I don't know, man. I don't know if he can. I feel like um, that time has come. You think? Well, he's not old though. That's just it. No, like, but once you put your body through it so many times, and then you start doing something else, and then you yeah. go back to it. Going back to it is the hard part. Yeah. 
I mean, he's going to have plenty of time off because <clears throat> chances are he won't be taking a fight anytime soon. Yeah, unless, I don't know. Unless Vittori falls out or Acosta falls out, then fuck it. If he yeah, just, it's just putting your body through a lot. Look what happened to Michael Bisbee. Yeah, he already had he already had enough trouble as it was back then. Yeah, trying to go back to it now. Yeah, I don't well, know. It's also because he didn't ever want to be straight, have a have any discipline towards his diet though. It doesn't matter though if you're trying to do it. But then, after it having does put matter, your body though. through more, yeah, it doesn't matter when it comes because to your diet. If, okay, but it doesn't matter because after doing all that, yeah. putting your body through the struggle of all that trying to weight cut when you weren't doing it properly, yeah. and then doing a different kind of weight cut. Fighting bigger guys, fighting harder, taking your career seriously. Yeah. And now you're gonna have to go where, do weight cuts that are even harder. So you're talking about like where taking it more seriously. Yeah. Like okay. it just it's gonna be a lot harder this time around. Yeah. And I don't think he's gonna be able to do it. Yeah. Well, he had enough trouble doing it back then since he wasn't doing it right. Yeah. Now if he's gonna try to do it right after everything he's already been through physically, I don't think he's gonna be able to do that very well. I think he'd be capable of doing it. When I see Jose Aldo I'm able to cut down to one thirty five, said fuck it. I mean, it's it's possible. I he, I think he'd have to practice with it because a lot of these guys don't like to practice with their weight cuts to get a feel for it. You know. Yeah, he would definitely have to do that. Get an idea, get an idea for it. See where his weight needs to be at. But, yeah. Uh, moving to PFL. Did we talk about the Ray Cooper and Roy McDonald fight on here? No, we had Carlos on. That's right. Yeah. So we haven't had a chance to talk about that card. I feel like that card. Uh, was surprising but not exciting yeah i was happy for ray cooper though yeah um i feel like he's got to be a favorite going into the championship yeah um he had him winning by decision magomed uh magomed karamov winning by decision Rosh Monfio beat Clay Collard by decision and then loic radsabov beat alexander martinez by decision um not to say they weren't exciting fights, I guess, but it's not what you wanted to see in the semifinals. Very sure, yeah. And so, then, go ahead. Uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, like I was saying though, Rick Cooper, was happy for him. He 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 was able to really put it on Rory, and I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. And I was like, damn, fuck, okay, came ready. Yeah. Um, and he's he's always gonna come ready, so I think. Yeah. Oh, I did think Clay Collar did beat Rashman Fio. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. Yeah. Um. But that'd be one of those moments where people just say, don't leave it in the hands of the judges. Yeah. Because it was really close. It was a close fight. It just sucked. It, I really don't like it because they talk about Kelly Cowler's brother who had passed away. Sometimes I, I, I don't like when they do that because, like, now it's like you, you feel bad for the guy when he loses. Yeah. You know? like Not everything has to be uh You gotta make it emotional. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what they happened with Dana White when he talked about with... Um, the spike producers when they were doing the ultimate fighter they're interviewing fighters and shit and one of the guys you know had no experience at all and talked about a story and he had a really sad story and he said you know this is what i feel like i could do and uh, the producer's like oh man we love this guy you know like you know he's he has a real cinderella story and dana White was like i'm not no fuck that we need real fighters and so he's like it's not always about you know tugging at the heartstrings yeah you know so but yeah so, also the the PFL fights that just passed Harrison versus who she fight? Fabian? Uh, Gina Fabian. Gina Fabian. And that fight was good. That yeah. was exciting. Uh, Kayla Harrison destroyed her. Yeah. Uh, she actually called out uh, Cyborg, her and Cyborg are kind of going back and forth. Really? Um, yeah, she said, you can make 155, but you can't beat me. And yeah. I, 
I kind of agree with that. I agree 100%. I think that Kayla Harrison has been anywhere that Chris Cyborg has been. But I don't think Cyborg has been everywhere that Kayla Harrison has been. I don't think Cyborg has fought the level that Harrison has or at that level that Harrison has. Um, Or that Harrison is, for that matter. Uh, I don't think Cyborg can handle an Olympian. A gold medalist Olympian. That's a level of grappling. I don't. Th- and Cyborg fights lately have ended up against the fence a lot. So you don't that's where Kayla Harrison likes to be. What's she gonna do? Punch her in the face? I mean, shit. Last time I saw her try to swing at somebody like that, she got knocked out in like thirty seconds. Yeah. So uh, I don't think that's a good idea for her at all. So, but yeah. So on to uh, UFC. Uh, coming up this Saturday, it's gonna be Giga Chikadze taking on Edson Barboza. And this is going to be a really good fight. Yes. Um, speaking of Edson Barbosa, we were just talking about him. Um, yeah, I think anybody's excited to see Edson Barbosa, um, especially since he's kind of having a bit of a revitalized career yeah. right now. He's yeah. coming back. Um, and I think Giga Jikaze right now is looking really good. Uh, his his fight against uh, Cub Swanson, yeah. that was great striking. Amazing placement. Yeah, he put his foot where his stomach is at. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, that makes for a really fun fight. I don't see it going to the ground. Um, I think it stays standing. I think so, too. I don't see any of those guys initiate the grappling grappling at all. And uh, I think it's going to be just all-around really fun fight. Uh, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for it. Oh, wait a second. I got to check something out. This is... Fuck! Where, where, I lost my I lost my spot. Yeah, this is the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, yeah, the finale. finale. Yeah. Yeah, and then that you have Ricky Tertius fighting Brady Heistead, Heistan, 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 something. Uh, Ricky Tertius is fun. He is fun. So uh, then also we have Kevin Lee finally making his comeback. Yeah, after. and he'll be fighting Daniel Rodriguez. It's a couple of Houston people on this card, um, but. Uh, he'll be fighting Daniel Rodriguez, and I feel like that's going to be a tougher fight than Kevin Lee expects. Um, not that I, I'm not saying Kevin Lee is underestimating Daniel Rodriguez. I guess that is what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, I just I think no matter how much he plans for Daniel Rodriguez's toughness, I don't think he's going to he, he's going to get more than what he expected. Yeah. It's a, uh, Kevin Lee is, I'll give it to him, he always takes really tough fights. Uh, no matter what he's doing, he's always taking really, really tough fights. And um, But the thing is, though, is he's a very explosive fighter, but he doesn't know how to expel. He expels his energy way too quick, yeah. and he gasses out really, really fast. Like, um, I don't know what it is, because I know he trains hard, and I know he trains GSP and Frazza Hobby, and it's like, I don't really get, like, how you're able to gas out all the time like this, you know? So, um... Uh, I mean, when he played a patient was his last one against Gregor Gillespie. Yeah, it was good. That paid off. Yeah, and then you got somebody like Daniel Rodriguez, who's a fucking dog. I mean, that guy is going to go in there and bring it to you, and he's going to yeah. try to fuck you up. Yep. That one's going to be pretty interesting. Um, that's the card that has Abdul Razak Al-Hassan. He's fighting Antonio Braga Neto. And I feel like that one's going to be one of the more fun ones. Yeah. Um, anytime Abdul Razak Al-Hassan fights, I'm going to try to watch it. Yeah. That dude's so fun to watch. 
He's uh, who else was going to he's fighting? Uh, Sam Alvey's fighting. He's yeah, fighting. yeah. I swear, if he doesn't win, taking on Beef Wellington Turbin, <laughs> who doesn't call himself Beef. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like one day that will be he regrettably doesn't call himself Beef yeah. because if you, how can you be named Wellington and not call yourself Beef? I would call myself Beef all the time, right? Like, well, like what I like about it too though is like uh, like he speaks Portuguese, like he probably doesn't understand any English. No. So we just call him Beef Wellington and tell him it means like, I don't know. But like we talked about before, he knows what Beef Wellington is. There's no way. Yeah. I don't care if he's from Brazil. He knows what Beef Wellington is. <laughs> we also have D- uh, Dustin Jacoby taking on Darren Stewart. That'll be a fun fight. Uh, Jamal Emmers and Pat Sabatini. That'll be a fun fight. Starting off the card, too. Yeah. So. Um, Brian Battle and Gilbert Urbina. That's just a pretty solid card, but I... We'll say the fight that I am most excited about, other than the main event, is Mahmoud Muradov and Gerald Mearshart. That's going to be a fun fight, yeah. for sure. I am completely in Mearshart's corner. I love yeah. watching that dude fight. He's always Poor it's fucking always guy, fun to though, watch. And he got knocked out. Well. Yeah. It happened. He came good. back, got his, what is his 60th submission win? Yeah, something like that. Some ridiculous number. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> But twenty oh, fourth, yeah. I thought something way more impressive. Fuck, hey, that's still, <laughs> still pretty impressive. Yeah. So twenty four. Yeah, it's funnier than twenty four. What twenty five? He's gonna get win his next fight by submission this Saturday. I would love to see it. Twenty five. <laughs> I really hope he does. I'm gonna send that to him. Do what? Let's send that to him if he if he does win by submission. I hope he gets it too. Yeah. He actually gets a reference to be like, fuck yeah. So, uh, one more thing to talk about coming up this uh, weekend is uh, Mr. Jake Paul and uh, Tyrone Woodley. Yep. Fighting for, I don't fucking know, they're just fighting uh, this Sunday. And uh, people are really fucking with it. Who's on that card? What kind of names are on that? I'm fucking looking up. I can't find it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, either way, um, how was it? Jake Paul said he beats, he's going to knock Tyron Woodley out in like the second round or third round or something like that. And he says he's predicted every one of his fights so far, so. Like, yeah, we'll give you who you fought. Honestly, yeah. okay. Like, like <laughs> oh, man, I knew I was going to fuck them up that quick. Yeah, no shit, they're not boxers, dude. Uh I don't know, man. I don't take what these guys say to heart. Uh, people get their fucking feathers so ruffled over these guys. Like, I want to see them get beat up. Like, hey, man, these guys can, they can box. They they got some they got some decent hands, and they're not like the fucking best in the world, no. But I think if Tyron Woodley loses this Saturday, I don't know what to say, man. Maybe you got to go back into hiding or something. <laughs> Catch a fucking body and prove you're still worth it. Like, I mean, because. It's kind of what, like, the, the narrative that Jake Paul was trying to play, though, is, you know, well, he's, you know, almost 40. He hasn't won a fight in almost five years. And uh, it's like, yeah, that's true, but look at the guys that he's fought. There's a reason why he's lost to those guys, you know? Tyron Willie's on his way out. We It's well aware. After his Darren Till fight, he's been on his way out, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, uh <clears throat> yeah, he's been on his way out, and it's like, well, what did you really expect? And it's like, all you're doing is just discrediting 
yourself whenever you talk shit like that to somebody. Like, you're not really putting him down. You're putting yourself down by, for wasting your time then, you know? Yeah. And I feel like, like I was talking to somebody at work the other day, and they were like, well, we talked to I was like, Jake Paul fights next week. And the guy was like, yeah, man. But the guy's like, almost 40. He hasn't won a fight in like almost five years. And I was, and I told the guy, like, and he, he didn't know who Tyron Woodley was. Doesn't watch UFC, and I was like, "Do you know who Tyron Woodley is?" And he was like, "No." I was like, "He's a bad motherfucker, dude. Like, don't get that shit twisted. He's not Ben Askren. He's not. A, yeah. he, he was a wrestler, but he's got hands too." And, I just hope he doesn't get too wild with him. Yeah. Um, you gotta stay focused. Uh, I understand Jake Paul is Jake Paul, but he's been in there boxing, and you never have. So yeah. it's. Unfortunately, because of Ben Askren now, it's not enough to just be a fighter and be able to uh, to be able to go handle Jake Paul. Now you have to go destroy him, because Ben Askren didn't do it. Yeah, we put too much faith in the fuck master. Yeah. And, uh, I need to go see what his fucking picks look like on verdict. He's on the verdict app. Oh yeah, I have him. Uh, I think I follow him. Yeah, I do too. And uh, Brendan Schaub's on there too. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, nobody <laughs> does. Hey, I will say, did you see that what Brendan Schaub did the other day? He saved that uh, those kids from the burning car. Oh yeah, yeah, on the freeway. That was super cool of him. That was really like, cool. It was, that was really like uh, admirable to do, and it was really really sad uh, what happened. And in case you haven't really heard the story, uh, Brendan Schaub was driving in traffic. There was a really bad accident. He saw some somebody wave their arms up through the car, and uh, Brendan Schaub, in classic Brendan Schaub fashion, was like, "Wait." He's with his wife. He's like, wait, babe, there's a kid in there. And then she's like, keep going. I'm like, way to go. You make your wife look like a piece of shit now. <laughs> and uh, but so he said he's like, I saw a kid and, you know, waving his arms out the window, but he couldn't get out because it was on the side. The kid's too short. So I had to go over there and I pulled the kid out of the car. And uh, he talks about walking past and he sees the uh, the passenger in the passenger seat. It's the kid's mom. And he's like, man, it was it was bad. Like he said that there was brain matter everywhere. Like it was it was she was obviously dead and uh, he kept telling the kid uh, you know like don't look over there don't look over there it's like you know you're, you're you're such a badass man like you know you you survive this like you're like a superhero and stuff like that which is just it's really nice to hear him you know and that was really cool to make sure that he the kid didn't see his mom in that position as well you know yeah um i think he saved like four kids impressive stuff yeah and uh did you ever did you hear more of the story of like what he talked about too like what no. happened uh, the, the dad told, uh, his, like they, he asked the kid, it was like, so what happened? Like, uh, you know, what did, what happened with your dad? And apparently the, the guy just wasn't right in the head. And, uh, what's it called? He told, he was like very abusive to the wife. And, uh, he told all the wife and the kids, he kept telling the kids like, Oh, we're going, we're going to heaven today. We're going to heaven today. So he intentionally crashed his car to kill everybody in it. And he only killed the wife and uh, all the kids survived. Jeez. And, uh, so I don't know what happened to that fucking guy, but adopt him, Ben Askren. That'd be cool. I don't know why I said Ben Askren. I meant to say Brendan Schaub, yeah, but I you know, like, I mean, yeah, whatever. Fuck freaking it. Ben Askren, man. Ben He's Askren's got all that money like now. A really nice lady. Yeah, he uh, he seems like a great person. Who's that? Ben Askren. He does seem like a really cool person. There you go. He sucks at the verdict, Dev. I just looked at his picks. Only done a few. He sucks. He's but... only done like three. You piece yeah. of shit. What are you doing? <laughs> you got a lot of free time. Fuck out of here. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, man, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Check out the verdict app, guys. Tell me y'all's picks and shit. We can have fucking fun. Yeah, tell us your picks in the comments or on our Instagram. Yeah. 
And so, uh, yeah, there's been some other stuff going on, too. Um, Fuck. Has there? That's a good question. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, Mark Madsen and somebody else called out Gregor Gillespie. Oh, really? Well, that's cool. That's cool for Gregor. People calling him out now. And so, uh, yeah, people were finally, you know, he's... Because Gregor Gillespie, I mean, I enjoy watching him fight. He's so much fun. Yeah. And so, I think... Watching a fight's always a good fucking time. And, uh, oh, somebody somebody tweeted about a day in history, and it was uh, August 14, 2011. Uh, Donald Cerrone earned his first TKO victory inside the UFC when he finishes Charles Oliveira with strikes. And, oh, uh, yeah. And uh, Charles Oliveira goes, like, err, like, tweeting back at it, and some, like, McGregor fan page was, like, early stoppage. And he's like, no, he kicked my ass. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, man, that's fucking great. And did you see what Khabib had to say about Jose Aldo? Uh-uh. He uh, called Jose Aldo a businessman. He's like, he's not in a second prime. He's just a businessman. He just uh, he only comes for money. That's why he's still doing it. I mean, why not? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some people kind of had some comments to say about it, saying that Khabib's really just kind of a, he just kind of hates on everybody. I mean, he earned it. Yeah, he was undefeated. Yeah, Is, can their favorite fighter say that? It cracks no. me up whenever they ask. Anytime they ask. Uh, McGregor about Khabib like he's reti- he's gone away. What's his opinion matter? He's gotten fat. <laughs> like why are you calling everybody fat, dude? That's fucking mean. He's just salty too. Oh and uh, let's see. Fucking who's that? And Manny Pacquiao lost his fight last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Ugas. Is that you say it? I'm blanking on it, but yeah. yeah. So his last name was Ugas. I know. Yeah. That. Um. I think whenever Carlos was here, <coughs> we were talking to him about Pacquiao, and I said something like, I don't know, man, Pacquiao. And y'all were like, well, it's Pacquiao. Yeah. I think this one yeah, answers point. that. Yeah. Uh, he just, I don't know. He still looked good from what I heard. I missed the fight because I didn't want to pay 100 bucks to watch it. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that. it either. Uh, I got to throw a bomb. I'm really still new to the, bo- the sport of boxing, and I, I really like the history of boxing because it goes back fucking hundreds of years. Yeah. And it's it's I think that's great. It's, it, you know, I look at somebody like Jack Dempsey, who just ran away from home when he was thirteen, and you know establishes a legacy to, the point to where Mike Tyson emulates you when he fights. Yeah, it's like you know stuff like that's super cool. But when it comes to these new guys, like I don't know, I don't know them that well. Of course, I know Lomachenko, but that always the reason I know him is because he trains with UFC fighters. Yeah, you know who else ran away when they were thirteen? Who's that? Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva. Yeah. But I guess we're not ready to talk about that. Oh, no, we're not. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> the guy likes to pull guns on people and shit. Hey, he's changed. <laughs> I was fucking. <laughs> I was telling my mom about that story you you had the other day when you worked at the Cinemark, and uh, you had to get on the guy for his crying baby. Oh my god! Yeah. And shit. And so what happened? Uh, basically, I work. I used to work as a manager at Cinemark. And we had people keep consistently complaining about uh, baby crying. And so I went in there. And every time I went in there, there was nothing. So I was like, yeah, I don't know what to do. And then they went in there. And third time I go in there, I, there's a baby crying for sure. And I go up the stairs, and they happen to be sitting right over the ledge. Like, when you go up the stairs, um, the, the, side, the railing of the stairs goes up and then turns into the wall. And there are seats right behind that. So they're overlooking the edge of the railing, which is about like 20 feet above the floor. 
Um, <clears throat> and I told this guy, like, hey, you know, you have to take your baby out into the hallway. Uh, it's bothering uh, the other people watching the movie. And he just got mad immediately and was like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do with it? You want me to you want me to get rid of it? And he held the baby over the ledge. <laughs> Again, like a 20-foot drop. And I was like, okay, well, now you got to go. Now you got to leave because you cannot do that. You don't got to go home, but you got to get the fuck out of here. And then I spent like 20 to 25 minutes getting called racist and threatened. Uh, and I was just like, what? you know, whatever, man. Like, you just... Call me whatever you want. Just don't dangle your baby over ledges, no, please. No, I love the baby. <laughs> uh, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. Uh, he's lucky it wasn't someone a bit more ir- irrational because I was pretty appalled when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's disgusting. Uh, where's Brendan Schaub to save that baby? Yeah. Dude pulled a Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> like- Man, uh, I would feel like such a piece of shit if I ever did something like that. I would never do something like that. But, like, imagine, you know, like, you would going feel like about, if you did. Like, what's that? Listen, no, you would feel like if you did. Like, you know, imagine going home and then, you know, your baby's all happy looking at you because they're just, like, infatuated by you. Yeah. And then you're just like, I almost dropped you 20 fucking feet today. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to feel good about myself? It was pretty terrible. Uh, and yeah, when he he walked away threatening us like, okay, do something, buddy, please, give me a reason. Yeah, give me a reason. That's all I need. I would have called the cops, man. Eh. He just needs to leave. That's all. Yeah. But yeah, any other combat sports news? Uh. Whew. Not that yeah, uh, I, I know Caleb Plant and Canell's fight set. Oh, yeah, that's set. November um, 6th. Yeah. Then uh, Nina Nunez is taking on Amanda Limos. That is a very bad fight for Nina Nunez. That is a terrible fight. She should not have taken that fight. We'll see. And um, Oh, yeah, the fight. Oh, we actually, I think we already talked about that last week. Misha Kisirkinov talking on that. Yeah, I'm excited about that one. It's going to be really uh, fun. Christoph Yoko. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that one. That yeah. one's just fun. On paper, that one's <sighs> exciting. Yeah, uh, it really is. Uh, did you see Faraz Hobby saying that he thinks Jake Paul's on uh, steroids? Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Why not? He's not getting drug tested like yeah. these other organizations <clears throat> making drug tests. Do it. So. Tyron Woodley, man. And there's just for him to put on the size to compare it to Tyron at the same time. I mean. Well, uh, Jake Paul's already bigger than Tyron Woodley. Yeah. So. So do you need it? What's that? You need the steroids, my guy. Take it easy. Hey, fuck it, man. I mean, if it helps, it helps, right? You ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, man. I think that's all right. Such a shine base stuff we talked about. Let us know your thoughts on the past UFC card, PFL cards. Uh, let us know your predictions for the. Upcoming UFC cards. Let's know what you think about boxing and people dangling their babies over ledges. (laughs) Y'all take care.